Hi everybody and welcome back to B2B Nav. Uh, this week is a rather special and strange edition topic suggested by you, Mr. Ollie Brewood. So that is right. Throwing you under the bus immediately, <laughs> in the bus immediately rather. Um, so our props might give it away. We've got we've got three bottles of Corona. Um, we've got uh, some lovely toilet roll. Three ply. Three ply. Um, <laughs> and some and hand wash. Hand, hand wash. Quite a reasonable rate. That's so uh, this week's topic is personal hygiene and beer. No, it's no. not. We are speaking about uh, the impact mm. of uh, coronavirus, I guess, across our client portfolio contacts, and maybe we'll touch on events as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, COVID-19 is prolifically covered in the news at the minute, depending on people's individual stances on it, and certainly... Seems to be suggesting has the has the potential to be a, a pandemic and people are wildly being thrown into a, a panic state <laughs> uh, and we can come on to that. Um, what, what's your take on it to start with? What's your personal opinion on it, Ollie? Where are you? Um, I mean, I guess it is spreading a lot. We can all see that, but I guess a lot of people have this opinion. Of it doesn't seem to be that bad from mm-hmm. the point of view of you know we have flus every year. I know it is worse than yep. flu, but. I saw, not, I saw Trump even. It's not end of the world. Trump even tweeted last night, didn't he, saying something along the lines of, you know, there's 27 to 70 thousand deaths in the US every year on regular flu. Mm-hmm. So far, there's been, I think it was something like 29. Or, you know, I might, might be misquoting it slightly it's there. Mortality, but. It's the mortality rate, isn't it? That's the key yeah. thing with it. Is they look at if it worst case one percent, mm-hmm. and I don't know. They think you know that's six six thousand. But the re- I thought it's the re- the rate it's spreading as well, I guess. Yeah. But then I don't think the news and the media are doing us any favours yeah. in kind of controlling the the. Yeah. I mean, we're clearly not experts to talk about the rates or whether no, it's no, serious no, no. or not. I think that. one thing that can be seen is that for whatever reason, with public mentality, this is getting a lot of focus and therefore it is having a genuine impact on business across the world. But yeah. it's a vicious circle. So I rem- you remember every time that you get this kind of a problem with oil production. Like when the price of oil goes through the roof for yeah. whatever mm-hmm. reason. Or tanking in Dubai at the minute. Or as a result, Dubai, genuinely. Yeah. I think well, it's, it's down to 20, a little bit now. It's, it's 20, $20 a barrel or something yeah. like that in Dubai. It's gone up 8 cents, say. But you get this thing like, oh, please don't. The first thing that comes out in the media is, please don't go and stockpile fuel. Don't go and fill your yeah. car up. Mm-hmm. Two-mile tailbacks to every petrol station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, instantly we have toilet paper shortages in a lot of the shops that I've yeah. been to. And it's... You know, that we've not got a huge concern at the minute that's, that's, that's driving that. It's purely just public pre- panic of hearing. Self- yeah, they've heard that other countries have run out of toilet paper, so we run and buy toilet paper, which makes us run out of toilet paper. I heard one of the comedians of the day who read, um, who was sort of making a bit of a tongue-in-cheek remark about it, but was sort of referencing the, the plot line and the synopsis for Outbreak, the movie. <laughs> and, and it's exactly this, um, to be clear. So it's, it feels quite Hollywood at the minute. I mean, yeah. however, you wouldn't particularly want to be in Italy right now on a complete and full lockdown. So. Is that ironic that this is made in China? I don't, maybe it is. Maybe it <laughs> but is. No. But I guess. I guess we're, we're, the, con- the concern is for our clients and our contacts for the meantime is particularly around the events and exhibitions yeah. because I guess there's an awful lot of um, events where there are thousands of uh, attendees. That is the, the, the governmental advice and the travel mm-hmm. advice seems to be for the meantime to be avoid having yeah. those kind of events to uh, to certainly sl- slow down um, the okay, potential for to spread. Countries was it France have banned events I over a certain over 5, size? Five thousand people. Italy went into lockdown. Germany have today. done the same as France. I think. I think they've can, they've prohibited events over a certain attendee list again. So yeah, and we're kind of I think we're kind of 
trailing, I suppose, island mentality in the UK slightly. And obviously, we're, then we're hearing stories around thermal checks at airports and mm. swabbing. And so, uh, Jen, one of our business partners, went to South Africa. She's experienced that firsthand there. I'm off to Dubai tomorrow. I believe I've got that to look forward to with two young children at the airport, which will be fun to navigate. Um, but let's let's focus on that event situation because I get this is quite critical for a lot of our clients where one of their main routes to market one of their main uh, marketing events of the year is is a, is a key exhibition um and we're seeing i've never seen it before actually but we've seen for a, a, the first time in a long time they're being postponed mm-hmm. not yeah. not cancelled we don't think yet to no. be confirmed on several events so we're not yeah. going to reference a particular event here but in the sense of postponed seems well one to be of there. our uh, the guys that focuses on events here is, is pulled up a list of events that cancelled mm-hmm. and i can't tell you how many are on that list but it's huge it was an awful lot of scrolling to get to them yeah. on that list and mm-hmm. there were hundreds of events globally and a lot of them quite big events that have been cancelled or postponed so far but like you say a lot of them are being postponed postponed because than... i don't think they know really know what's going on no one, at the minute yeah, but, no well, but the postponement of it is crazy because then you've got a Let's assume you use the same venue because everybody's got their same stands, the same plots, the three same months later. Yeah. <laughs> three months later, but then you get into the cycle at the minute where a lot of them have been postponed from March and May to June's or other side of summer. I've seen some at the minute considerations being given towards September, October, at which point you're arguably in Close to the, next the latter half event. of the next the, yeah. The, yeah. The, the year's event. So it'll be interesting to watch how that pans I think out. There'll be a lot of, you know, if there are, Adam, no one knows how this is going to go, but I certainly from our clients, you can see the postponements. I think our first one was probably two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of right up to the wall on the event. It yep. was, you know, a, five working days before the event. It was like, it's not happening. The US one was even tighter than that one. It was like 20, 24 hours, wasn't it? I think, but the US one. You get that. And now I've, you're seeing it sort of expand out. So people are actually postponing earlier, as I think you're getting all these kind of swells of people who well, I think getting... you've got that thing now of it as well other events have done it so you're, you're having to bow to the pressure that other people mm. have done it you don't want to be seen to be the one taking the risks mm. with people's I safety I think you've seen the organisers though because you've seen some of the notes the organisers have sent out I don't mm. know if you've seen any of them because I've seen a few kicking about where their articulation of why they postponed or cancelled and it feels like they're under pressure from two distinct parties there's people like who's going well life goes on let's get on with it mm. um business as usual kind of hats on and then there's obviously the, the, the not to say fear mongers but the people who are obviously frightened of the situation mm-hmm. and particularly some of the trade shows where you have got a heavy uh, eastern attendance um that's going to thin the numbers sort of like 50 to 60 percent at some of these yeah. events which makes it kind of no longer economical absolutely yeah. so but then it kind of spirals into: Are they postponing rather than cancelling because they're worried about losing reimbursement? Yeah. Is there? I, I don't. I don't know how it works. If the, if the organizer cancels it, is that is that their choice or is it the the exhibitor's yeah. choice? And then mm. you get into the lovely T's and C's, which is interesting. A minefield in its own right. Yeah, but it? interesting what we do because we, we we found this time it's been interesting in the sense of we have cancellation clauses and postponement gets referenced as kind of like a. A fleeting afterthought that in would never you, that would never happen. Yeah, we've never seen no it. irony. Whereas now it's probably more prevalent clause than ever to have, make sure yeah. you're covered for, mm. for both from a client perspective and a, and a provider perspective and a service provider perspective, I guess. But I think um, it's interesting to see what happens not now, but you know, six months down the line as well. You know, once everything starts to get back to normal, what impact is this? Well, does it get back to normal? Almost, it's almost just been a downing of tools, and you can sort of see its business as unusual right now, but. Mm. It's going to be like one of those economic blips, like Black Friday, where yeah. it's literally going to be, oh, right, there's the spot where it happened. 
how long is the recovery going to take? You saw the, what, did you see what got wiped off the FTSE this week on Monday? I mean, yeah. That opened at a crazier low level than ever, with billions being lost off the FTSE. You've got Chinese supplies virtually non-existent because all the factories have shut down. Yeah. So the price of things, basic <coughs> things like laptops and lead times on cars is going through the roof. Um, alongside all the events and exhibitions, we're, we're, we're referencing events and exhibitions here because we can just see it firsthand, I guess, across our client base. But but that's kind of so for our client base, it's quite interesting because most of our clients make things. Mm. So it's very much a manufacturing-based yeah. world that we work in. And yeah. there's, to a lesser or greater degree, everyone's got a reliance on some element of the Far East, whether it's yeah. for sales, whether it's for raw materials, whether it's for production, mm-hmm. whether it's for... I don't know, work for. They're all kind of, there's this sort of reliance. So you just don't know where it's all going to... I think the, the uncertainty is the scary part about it because, you, you know, I still when you're pushing back the events from a March to a June, we're assuming June's going to be all right. We're referencing yeah, September. It's not a long way to push it back, September's going to be yeah. okay. But then, I, I still don't have I mean, personally, I don't know if everyone, if there's enough information out there about COVID-19 itself, about how it affects people, other than knowing that, yes, people with underlying health problems, probably older people. Yeah. Other than that, there's very which, little which known. Which is equally worrying, to be clear, isn't it? Because yeah. I keep hearing people sort of flippantly referencing, oh, it's only old people, yeah. which it isn't, we're all going to be old one day. Well, it's, a bit scary, it's a bit of a that, scary flippant remark. Yeah. I made the point that one of the medications I'm on is an immunosuppressant, and then I started okay. to think, like, maybe I should take out life insurance in case <laughs> I'm one of the people with an underlying condition. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, say the under twos, don't they? So, you know, one of my daughters is under two at the minute, so should you be worried about that? My dad's got diabetes or, or high blood pressure, whichever one he's got, one of the two, I'll probably both now, he's <laughs> getting on a bit. But in the sense of, I mean, genuinely, like, is he is he at risk? So you sort of... You do start questioning it, you don't you? You move through it a bit, and then you can start worrying yourself. And mm. then you sort of every now and again on social media read an article which kind of resets you and think, hang on a minute, the stats aren't that bad. Mm. But the, the TV coverage about it, I don't know if you're watching it on the news, they're yeah. covering it like it's a Hollywood, like Brad, Brad Pitt yeah. movie or something, yeah. you know, with like lead characters. And it's the fear-mongering side of things in the press, I think, has completely got out of hand. It's that whole, moment. it's just basically clickbait, isn't it? Not saying mm. they're intentionally doing it, but if that kind of coverage is getting attention, they're going to do more of that kind of coverage, yeah. which is mm-hmm. just People, people like drama, don't they? It's like mm. that's the, the human condition is mm. to sort of revel in other people's misery and want to see some something dramatic or something extreme. Speaking just, of reveling... Oh, go on. Go on. Zoom are doing pretty well out of it so far. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Zoom's stock has soared 85% in 2020 and up 45% month on month. Nice. I so, mean, uh, wow. Well, this is, <laughs> so, a, some this is an interesting point. I was, I was going yeah. to say about our um, refugee, refugee colleague, I was going to call him, but Mike Golden, who, who, who's travelling the world, but I'll come back to him in a minute to remind me if I forget. What I was going to say was, because I've seen absolute uproar on social media about, I'm laughing about our props here, but in the sense of the prices that people are charging for hand sanitizer mm. and the prices people are charging for products that are clearly in high demand because of the panic state yeah. the nation mm-hmm. seems to have dropped into across the world. What's your thoughts on that? Because that's supply and demand, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You head and heart, isn't it? You know, your head would say, absolutely, why wouldn't you? Well, I think it's, there's, logically, there's no reason to go out and, and rush and start buying this stock, especially when we're not in a dire state at the minute in the UK. But as soon as, you know, we've had somebody go into the supermarket just around the corner from, from our office uh, on, I think it's Friday, completely out of toilet paper yeah. so naturally the next time you go to the shops you'll think I don't want to run out again I'll buy double And then, but if everybody does <laughs> that it's going to yeah. so it's you 
No, I've not got any yet. My plan is just to raid work supply when I run low. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think genuinely, I find, I find it quite an interesting concept of supply and demand that everybody accepts that if something's in short supply, high demand, it commands a higher price. Yeah? So mm-hmm. you pay more for a flight. You pay more for a holiday. You pay more mm-hmm. for the last, last seat on a plane than the first seat on a plane, as an example. So why is it any different for hand sanitizer? Because it's why it's health-related product, yeah. Yeah. is it? But then why, and I've seen a ton of things on this, and it do, it's a really good point. It's like you think, well, okay, so now everyone's been told, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, and, you know, there's a whole... Happy like, birthday twice, I think, is the rule, isn't it? So something happy like birthday it, twice, it, 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 it is, but, like, do we <laughs> but not then, always wash your hands? Is the advice not always to wash yeah, your hands? Shouldn't yeah, shouldn't everyone be... halfway through the word happy. Yeah, <laughs> should, but shouldn't everyone be doing that anyway? Yeah. And it's a really weird thing. It just seems to have really brought it to attention, but like these posts that I've seen on social media and Twitters and the Facebooks, it's absolutely disgusting how much people are charging for products that are in high demand. And you go, like, that's, that, that, that's, economics. that's the way the economics work, isn't it? Mm. Realistically but, as well, there's a, there's a big difference between it being listed for that on eBay and it being sold. Nobody, I, can't, I really can't imagine anybody's paying £100 for hand sanitizer. They're not, but I have seen a couple of things where you've seen a couple of supermarket prices where it's gone for like, I don't know, one ninety nine to... Yeah, 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 and they're yeah, you know they're happen. just taking advantage of the situation. Totally but then, if you were the king of hand sanitizer right now, you would be, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> unless unless you're some kind of you know, um, yeah, you know, charitable guy who just wants to give back and look after the world. But that's not typically the How way business businesses work, is it? Right it? So it's just it's just an interesting observation I've seen across social media. This uproar of uh, yeah. but it's also it's funny the other way because I. I well, hold my hand up. I have actually considered do I book a holiday to the States at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Knowing that Virgin are flying empty planes yeah. to New York. It's like, well, well Fly B the other week. I mean, Fly B left us stranded in Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. I was trying to work yeah. out how I was going to explain it to my wife again that a flight had been cancelled. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we, it cost us another 600 euros to get back from Rotterdam by KLM the other day. Yeah, I think and within they, the minutes we were trying to put our names in, the prices were going up and up and up and up as people were jumping on the I think they. They, they had more underlying underlying health problems, didn't they? Oh, they did. I mean, you always see it, don't you, whether it's Brexit or, um, or COVID-19 or whatever it is, people making excuses to what's contributed to their business failure. There's definitely a flabby were well in trouble long before this, that, but that but might, it's have, a, might a, have been the no, straw that broke the camel's yeah, back, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. So I think, I'm sure it's played a part with people not travelling as much and not as frequently. Um, I think the other angle that we've not talked about yet is other than events, we obviously, uh, having a UK office, we often fly a lot for meetings and, yeah. you know, a lot of our clients travel a lot for meetings. Absolutely. And, and that's the yeah. other angle is I know uh, we've had a couple of client meetings that aren't going ahead because, mm-hmm. you know, contacts aren't flying over from Japan or wherever it may be because either they've been told not to travel or... But the impact know. on businesses is real. So in the sense of for, for us alone, as I said, that one story there, it's costed X amount more to fly back because the airline's gone bust yeah. as a result of it because we had to get back. We've also got non-refundable accommodation booked to several exhibition shows that are coming up mm-hmm. on the assumption that we were going because we go every year. Um, and we'll, you know, that's a sunk cost. And then you get into, are you insured against this kind of thing? No, you know, no, we're not insured against this kind of thing and very few people will be, um, especially if it's a health-related cancellation or a business failure like Fly B. It's even harder to get your money back. So the impact on businesses of our size is very real and also even then from the revenue perspective of what we earn from an exhibition, what we mm-hmm. earn from an event, yeah. getting deferred, if not cancelled, and then you get into awkward conversations with clients around T's and C's that you don't want to be having. Yeah. But, right. you know... Realistically, we, we've already had costs that the outcome, need to be paid for. Yeah, yeah, the if we've got a T&C saying they owe yeah. us the money, if it's within so many days of the show, then that's... But you don't really want to force that on a client. But again, that's that's business. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's putting it's business tough. in a really tough situation at the minute. Mm. Um, and then Mike Golden, who I was referencing earlier, is one of our partners from Brandiger over in China, uh, one of the agencies we work with in the E3 network. Um, 
within the first case breaking out in China, he got his daughter and his wife on a plane and flew them out. Um, so that was right at the start of the, the first case in China. That's so like what we were talking. December time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, it's, so he's basically been on, on a tour of Europe for the last three months. It's, he's probably spreading it. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, Mike, Mike's going to be with us in a few weeks and hopefully uh, feature on the podcast with us to give us some insights into um, the, the Chinese markets and maybe, I guess, the impacts of COVID-19 as well. But, should, you know, the impact on his business. He's been away mm-hmm. for three months. Mm-hmm. So he's working remotely, he's traveling around I mean, it does force, I mean, that's the other thing. It's a crazy kind situation. Of, all the stuff that you're seeing now about, certainly in Italy, where they're going to kind of help people support the mortgage with bank loans all this. You know, I think if anything, we're in a pretty privileged position. Mm. You, you just said about we have a lot of meetings. We do, but equally, we can do a lot of what we can do remotely. So we yeah. are in some ways protected. But when you then think about manufacturing organizations that have to have a workforce on a shop floor mm-hmm. that they can't, but, I mean, but who I think, knows what that's well, going to that, That's the major impact, isn't it? Because I was speaking to my brother uh, works for Barclays and... Um, in Gadbrook Park where he works there's so many thousand employees and they're not actually geared up for everybody to work from home mm-hmm. so we we are either massively ahead of the curve or, or, or coincidental here that we've, we've got the right technology and the right kit mm-hmm. if overnight everybody needs to work from home we, we can do it we, we can, can do it fine. and quite, that is I suppose, something that's quite important in this situation I know that yeah. one of the companies I used to work at in, instituted that policy so they made sure everybody had um, laptops yeah. everybody had all the software they needed yeah. the guys that were on phones and had landlines had you know all the software they needed installed on the computer so they could continue to make the calls that they needed from from home so sure. in this situation they they aren't stuck yeah i know that's important companies like linkedin i believe have sent people home uh, you know in um uh, San Francisco for like the the month of March basically just said work from home because yeah they were trying to avoid anything spreading there. But even the impact mm. in Dubai, so I'm referencing that because my cousin lives over there, but they've just shut all the schools for four weeks. They only had, mm. I think they only had twenty cases. But that's that four stage thing, isn't it? So they've they've moved on into kind of mm. is it delay because contain is the first one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, contain and then delay, delay and then then mitigate and panic. Yeah, <laughs> but it's that sort of thing of I think we. Interesting, just because we're an island nation, we're that little bit behind, and I don't yeah. think it's necessarily the government's fault. It's just we are where we are. But it's a, it's a it's a crazy situation, but the impacts on everybody's lives. I mean, if you shut a school for four weeks, what do you do with your childcare? Mm-hmm. Even if you could, if you can go to the office, I've no idea what you meant to do with childcare for four weeks. I mean, you'd be all over the show. Yeah, we probably have more people in here than ever if we're contributing. <laughs> if we're crash, crowd, yeah. Crowds and some crashing, <laughs> yeah. crashing the hive. But I think I, I mean the, the the concern for me is I don't I don't know when it's going to come to an end at the minute. So. Mm. And the, de- the deferment and the postponement of uh, of the events, are okay, to a period unknown. And that's and, a wave, it, isn't it? And are we hoping it's going to get cleared up in that time frame, or is it more of a case? Of I think it will, that they might, will, the public have kind of forgotten last, about it. The thing and, I, they were saying in the radio this morning, there's like a very clear pattern to all these kind of epidemic, pandemic things, where there's a gestation period, and then there's a high infection rate you reach your critical mass in terms of fatalities, infections, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it basically, it gets to the point where the virus has got nowhere else to go. And it just... Probably where, like, Boris Johnson will do something ridiculous in the news just to distract everybody. That's yeah. what they normally do, isn't it? Something like that. So. But there is Shave a conspiracy head. theory. <laughs> but there is a pattern to it. So there will be a point It's like, I'm sure I read somewhere yesterday that China's kind of getting to the end of that bit. So there are... There, there were more cases in, I think it was either Britain or Italy yesterday than there were in China. Oh, I saw it was Italy yesterday, wasn't Which it? Which means start, China yeah. is kind of getting over the, touch wood, over the worst of it. Italy's on the upward spiral. Mm. And Do we know why Italy's been hit so bad by it? 
I don't, no. I don't, I don't know the answer. It, 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 it must no, be. No, but I've been watching it, but I didn't know. I don't know if there's older generations there or whether it was just... don't know, because it's know. the north of Italy, isn't it? And that's kind of a... But they've locked down the entire, the the entire, whole country, the entire now. country. I think what I'm interested in is, is seeing, will there be any lasting change when this has passed from the point of view of, will more companies have disaster policies or work-from-home policies? Will people be more accepting of, of having remote calls through things like Zoom because they've had to get used to it? Yeah. I was at an event yesterday and they had a no sh- handshaking, no business card policy. Will any of that become the norm <laughs> or anything that like that? Or was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It made it very, obviously we used to shake hands, it's the first thing you do when you meet a stranger. Right. It made it very weird and awkward as you just walked up to each other, mm. stood a metre apart and just said hello. without like heels anything. or anything or bump No, fists. no, it was, yeah, it was a bit of an awkward wave. Well, but then at Old Trafford on Sunday, you've got 80,000 people jumping around, high-fiving, backslapping, <laughs> yeah. and goals. Like, is, is, is it? No, well, it's more events a, like that are starting to be being played behind closed doors, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, over but time. Yeah, Six Nations and stuff, I think, in some of the, some you of go, the Italian okay, Premier League. You, and, you have 80,000 people in a relatively large space, 200 in a tight, confined pub. What's worse for communicating the disease? So it's, a, it's a, certainly a strange one. I mean... I don't know. My gut, my gut feel is hopefully we're, we're kind of panicking but then you think necessarily. Go, go back a few years. SARS. Yeah. Was it flu. like that for this? Because I, I don't know. If I don't I remember it being quite, quite this. quite as global, but there was certainly yeah. an element with certainly with swine flu where it was kind of, it wasn't just But it is like that Hollywood East. film when you see like the headlines in every country popping up and you've got the US and then China and then the UK and Europe and then you see Italy and it's like, oh my God, this is really swelling now, all the different activities going around. So it's... I don't know if our brains are just groomed to kind of think like that these days, that you see these movies, you see these plot lines, and then, then the, the media hype behind it all the way through. Yeah. and then. But the point is, like, from my perspective, it's, it's impacting businesses in a, in a pretty serious way. Yeah, real or way. not, it's, yeah, it's definitely Re- yeah. It really is, and it's going to continue to, I think, and that's the issue. Because I think, you know, looping back to the events point, I guess, which was the starting point for us, if they do defer these out and push them back, it's going to make the summer and the latter part of this year a crazy, a crazy period. Assuming they go ahead, otherwise well, it's just potentially well, there's a whole lot of lost fees and the, lost money for everything. Yeah, yeah. there's all the events that were scheduled for that time of year. Anyway, suddenly you're going to yeah, have because October is typically a very busy month for us. I'll in terms of event, yeah. events. But you've I also got things it. like HIE and and, and Vita Foods, which are very similar types of events. And then suddenly they're compressed they, into if a same yeah, time period. If they are squeezed. Yeah, for anybody not aware, they're kind of at opposite ends of the year, one in May, one yeah, in December. Yeah, but so, it's, so hypothetically speaking, if they were squeezed into that kind of same period... Do you want to go to both? Yeah. Well, is there can, a, can you go to both? Yeah, because is there a choice to be made at that point? And then, some, again, that's going to have another knock-on effect with one of the events. Well, like all the exhibition organisers and the, the event organisers, I should say, I don't, I don't know how well geared they are to cope without a show. Mm-hmm. You think about the, the the money that's made from a certain show with so many thousands and thousands of employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How well are they geared Can to they survive go without, without that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if they do have to compensate people for them choosing to cancel it, which I'm assuming might be the point where we're getting postponements at the minute. Um, can they survive? I don't. You know, yeah. genu- I mean, genuinely huge... don't know, but it'll be, it'll be a massive impact on them, given a lot of these events are done annually, mm-hmm. um, or you know, two or yeah. three events a year under one organising umbrella. So. Yeah, it's uh, certainly going to be an interesting an interesting period to see that kind of unravel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anything else to say about Corona, toilet roll, or hand sanitizer? Then, guys, or? I think we pretty much nailed it. Yeah, I think yeah, we drained ourselves there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Uh, so a bit of a random topic, but something certainly very um, timely and current to sort of pass some opinions on and see how it's impacting the world of B two B. Don't forget to check out www.b2bknowledge.com uh, our online ungated content hub for our clients prospects and contacts helping you navigate the ever-evolving b2b marketing landscape um thanks a lot and see you next week cheers, cheers. thank you